Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The year is 2006. Jojo, let us know. It's just too little, too late. What a song. What a song. An anthem. Still relevant. This is the final year on Earth that the Kardashians weren't famous yet. God, if we could turn back time. Oh, take it back. <laughs> Please. Kylie Lipkit. Get out of here forever. We would never have them. Vice President Dick Cheney accidentally shot a lawyer while quail hunting. <laughs> oh my God, I remember that. Also this year, one of the greatest albums of the past two decades, probably of all time, Paris, was released. Uh, nothing Stars in this world. We're blind. <laughs> Stars were blinded. Girls were seething in jealousy, jealousy, <sighs> jealousy. I literally sound Fighting just like her. Over, you really do. And also, um, Christina Aguilera had us going back to basics. And back we went. Oh, but you weren't a stand yet. <laughs> certainly wasn't. Which we already exposed. 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 Hey, I'm T. Kyle. Hey, I'm Bradley Stern. This, this is, is our, our new, new brand. <laughs> yeah, no, no that doesn't sound like a word. Hey, I'm T. Kyle. And I'm Bradley Stern. And this is It's Britney Bitch. A podcast for stands. By stands. Dedicated to 20 years of the living legend, Britney Jean Spears. Okay. The year is 2006 and things are weird. Things at this point are really just all about the babies. All babies, no career. See it all in my baby. Um, so like 2005, 2006 is chaotic, amplified, if you will. Taken to the next level. Um, with just a couple babies involved and the media and the paparazzi. Yep. It's all about the personal life in 2006. Very, very little. Yes. And we were trying to piece together everything from this year because- She's blonde, and then she went brunette for mm. a moment, and she was pregnant, and then she had a baby, and then she was pregnant again. And I'm yep. just like, I don't even know how this all went down. So today, in this episode, we are going to run through a timeline. Mm-hmm. And um, it starts off in February, February 6th, to be exact, 2006. Brittany is photographed driving with Sean Preston on her lap, not in a car seat. She is questioned by the Los Angeles Department of Children and Family Services, and she blames the paparazzi. What a photo. What a photo. Um, yeah, I, I totally recreated it with my parents. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, whatever. I Get over it, Middle America. Kid. Yeah. <laughs> Baby's first photo. Baby's first photo. Yeah, she really made a splash with that one. Um, yeah, I remember that came out. I was like, not a great look, but... You know what? She's from the South. That's what they do there. Yeah. But also, I mean, I'm like, I kind of felt bad for her because I like, kind of get it. Like, she was probably yeah. parked and someone pulled up on her and she just slammed on the gas to get away. Yeah. <laughs> slammed the baby's head against the wall. <laughs> you know, it happens. Whatever. They're resilient. <laughs> and probably literally drove like 10 feet. 
and then that yeah. was all that they needed for the photo. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate. Yeah, uh, it was a really bad start to this year. It was, and it really set the tone for the future oh. of things to come. Oh, it it definitely. I mean, we were coming off the heels of chaotic, which was yeah. not critically acclaimed. No, not not uh, not a can winner. And then in April, Sean Preston falls out of his high chair, <sighs> and she got questioned again by Family Services. She blamed the nanny. It was the nanny. It probably was, honestly. Yeah. Who, I, ha- who has not fallen as a kid? Right. I have smashed my head so many times, fallen, get, been stung, bitten by yep. things. Yep. Smashed my head trying to build a Lego fort. Same. Same. Dove into the ball pit right against the mm-hmm. the wall. Yep. I um, remember at one point, I, one of, I've had numerous head injuries throughout my you life. You really have. One of them was I saw on TV Lamb Chop just like jumped oh, into a bathtub. I'm a lamb chop stand. Right? Yep. Skinny legend. Um, <laughs> and I remember... Lamb chop outsold. <laughs> yeah. Um, they like just t- jumped into the bathtub. And so I was like, oh, oh lamb yeah, chop did I can it. do that. I can do it. So I dove head first into the bathtub, not realizing that it's, you know, a one foot ceramic yeah. pot, basically. And was it full of water at least? N- halfway okay it was very painful well i'll just say that depth that was perception my, that was, was learned first head injury and um <laughs> you Brittany is to knee as you are to head literally though yeah honestly yeah but anyway that was just you know a story of me as a boby since we're sharing baby stories baby stories so yeah you know just falls out of his high chair um i'm not then, impressed with that i'm not at all concerned <laughs> about the baby I mean, it's so, I just remember it was a huge story. It was a huge story. But this is the time where any move she made was criticized. Yeah. Still is in some ways. So then in May, two things happen. Yeah. So she goes on Letterman and she reveals that she is pregnant again. Are we on to something here or not? Don't worry, Dave. It's not yours. Whoa! This is where she has the bangs. Yeah. And it's that really cute gif that gets shared a lot of her being like, yeah, I just did it in my life. You, yeah. You, oh, I see it. Yeah. Um, it's a really cute gif. Yeah. She was serving mom. She was. With this whole look. She had the headband, the bangs. Yeah. A subtle, demure black dress. Mm, yes. And then I remember really thinking as a stan that it was over. I'm like, it's. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So like. The pick was shoved in in 2005, and then it went straight through my heart in 2006. And I was like, this is over. That was a good look. I remember now. Mm -hmm. It was cute. It was. Mom. Mom. Uh, Yeah, but she was done. That was the end of my pop star. Yeah. This was was a dark time. It's going to get a little darker for a couple more months. Yeah. But, you know. Oh, 2007? Yes, it's going to get darker for about a I haven't uh, heard anything months. about that. Nobody's ever said anything about a difficult year for her. Someone should put that on a mug. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so only two weeks later, after this tragedy, well, I don't want to... Is that bad to call it? <laughs> <laughs> the announcement of her pregnancy? Like, yeah, like yes. all my friends are like, oh, oh, you that's think a, I'm... <laughs> that's that's a tragedy. Tragic. Yes. Oh my so bad pop stars having children is a tragedy i was i, was, I, th- I didn't know any better i would say it's a tragedy today <laughs> well 
in today's America, it is. Um, who would want to raise a kid now? Not in this we're economy. Under, no, we're no. going to be underwater in like 10 years. And do you want your yeah. Bobby floating? <laughs> like when people have babies in Florida, I'm like, do you realize that they're going to be drowning in like five years when the ocean rises? <laughs> <laughs> this is my next flotation devices though. Yeah. Um, Kyle, yeah. The science guy. <laughs> I'm going to explain global warming. Anyway, don't have children. I love global warming. I think Lady Gaga is a really cool artist. <laughs> How do we, we always find a way to tie in everything. Everything. And I'm glad that these little bits are going to be taken out of context and just played inappropriately. Oh, great. I love global warming. Uh, So from global warming to Brittany basically dropping Sean Preston, almost dropping and saving. Yes. Happens just shy of announcing that she's pregnant again. Yes. The Bobby Bobble. Iconic. It was kind of iconic. It's super iconic. And I was so mad at the public for not understanding what happened there because they were like irresponsible was the no, first headline. That was totally like everyone, the, the sidewalk. Everyone was just like, she's a bad mother. Mm-hmm. And if you watch the footage or anything, like she clearly just like tripped over the sidewalk. And, right. and there were, five, of course, as always, 5 million paparazzi making it difficult. And it was just so... And she cried. Oh, that that part was bad. <clears throat> yeah. And then all those people were in the restaurant asking for pictures. Yeah. But she also sat by the window. Yeah, because I, I still, I mean, even when we get to the head shaving, I contend that she wants people to see to it. know that. Yeah, you've right. You've done this to her. Um. So, yeah, that was really the start of the TMZ culture getting to a fever pitch. Yeah. The baby drop heard around the world. Um, there was something so, um, oh, what, do I want to, what word do I want to use? Like, it was just such a subtle flop. It was a subtle flop. And the like, hat, just like, the hat like flops the hat over. Flops off. It's so cute. Imagine that being your throwback Thursday. <laughs> I mean, that's going to be his, like when he gets Instagram in like three years. They like both of it, both babies have iconic throwback Thursday. Yes. Posts. Like, remember when you almost dropped me? <laughs> Please, as if all of us haven't had like horror stories from our own past. My father accidentally dropped me off the bed. I just rolled right off. (laughs) (laughs) I was there that I wasn't. It explains a lot. I I took a tumble off a the top bunk. Oh yeah, which was bad. Yeah, explains a lot. I mean, it's why I'm gay. It's why (laughs) for both of us we hit the floor, became gay. Oh, so maybe it's not a choice. It was. Yeah, we were. We weren't born with it. We just fell. Oh, someone's going to write a headline. Someone is going to. Yeah. My God. Is it genetic or were they dropped on their heads as babies? <laughs> live at eight. We investigate. Oh, God. Hi, I'm Megan Kelly investigating live. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense, does it? <laughs> now all these gays are going to tweet us and be like, I was dropped too. Wait oh, a minute. We're starting revolution. Yep. That's mm-hmm. why. Um, yes. The swift little... I thought it was the cutest thing because of the hat. The little hat drop mm-hmm. is adorable. And he didn't cry. He didn't. He was He was like, oh, she got this. She's <laughs> He literally turned to the she's, camera and said that. Yeah. <laughs> Mom's worn those wedges enough. She's, she knows how to get around in them. <laughs> she's been wearing them for 24 years. 
she's still wearing them right now. She absolutely is still wearing them. Honestly, though, if we look at her Instagram, which I'm not going to do because I know I'll be right. It's absolutely. In fact, it might be a tour outfit at this point. (laughs) That white halter. Oh, God. And that. Oh, my God. Yeah. So that happens. That happens. That's the baby drop heard around the world. She is devastated and seen crying inside of a shop. Yeah, that was that's a not so um, enjoyable video to watch. No, and this is really the beginning of my obsessive, uh, compulsive TMZ reloading, yes. X17 online reloading. Yes. Yeah, I mean, we were all doing it then. Right, well, because there was no social and cell phones back then that was like capturing all of this. Right. So it was like the third degree of separation from our faves. And it was very uh, anxiety inducing, I will say. It was. This was the beginning of checking compulsively because every other week seemed to be a new scandal. Or just and something that was like even more horrifying and sad. Yeah. And she was, uh, as we'll soon hear, making some friends, uh, some socialite friends. And that led to going out and about more often. And being photographed more often in sometimes compromising positions. Mm-hmm. So the baby drama dies down for a yeah. little bit. And then... Get a sitter. <laughs> then in June of 2006, Mm-mm. we get the... What word should I use to describe this? Insert verb, not verb, adjective here. Matt Lauer oh. interview. Mm-hmm. Now... Uh, Let's talk about the good things first. Memorable is the adjective. Yeah, there we go. So this is the memorable Matt Lauer interview. Yep. Which, positive things first, gave us the epic meme of... (laughs) Yeah. It's really (laughs) weird time. Um, Yeah. Where she's just... I mean, I feel like I see that used with everything. Yeah. Just her being like... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, it was so painful. But it also gave us um, quotes like this. Speaking about driving with Sean Preston, I did it with my dad. I'd sit on his lap and I'd drive. We're country. Yep, there you go. And I, all I needed to know was that. And I was like, there you go. Yeah, She's like, country. Oh, same. Um, why are you questioning from this? From a suburb of New Jersey, but same. Yeah. Yeah, this, this was... Um, n- I was not happy as a stand seeing this. I remember because they threw in like the digs too, didn't they? Where it was like, she got ready at her home by herself. Like, I feel like they subtly threw in digs to let you know that she did her own hair and she got ready herself and that she wanted that outfit. Yes. And she picked the place. And like, it was a very shady moment. It it was super shady. Um, And look how karma came back around. Hey Matt, how you doing? Oh, I, I felt very sad watching this. There were a lot of quotes that were really sad when they asked her what she would say to the paparazzi and she's like, You have babies at home and you have, you have a wife and if you don't, you have to realize that we're people and that we need to, we just need privacy and we need our respect and and those are things that you have to have as a human we all not we all but the public laughed at her for that oh yeah 
and continued to laugh at her until obviously it became too much. Um, but there were clear warning signs and like her appearance was not great. Her marriage was a joke to the public and she's like calling out for help pretty much. Yeah. This interview would not fly today. No. Like this, I remember at the time this was lauded as like, you know, the hottest headline and was so massive at like how Mm -hmm. quote unquote embarrassing she was and the public just really ripped her for it. Yeah. And it's crazy that if something like that had happened today, it would have been a global outcry for her to get help. Completely. People would have, people would have come to her aid. Uh, Totally. But this was all, this was pre Amy. This was pre 2007 Brittany. This was all just, fueling the fire of the TMZ culture of that kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, she really was the first victim, mm-hmm. I will say, I feel like, in a way. Totally. Also, during this interview, do you remember when she confirmed Baby Soul rock and roll clothing line that never came out? Mm-hmm. I mean, <clears throat> I'm not upset about it, but no. I forgot that that was a, a passion that went unexplored. But then she gave us candies for Coles, so. Oh, even better. Even better. Yeah, just a miserable interview. Uh all around yeah that sums it up Mm -hmm. miserable and memorable memorable so then she goes brunette fierce after this (laughs) yeah okay so this was the brief serve yeah yeah for a split second there was like a good hair moment yeah i was it at the billboard awards or was it at teen choice i i feel like it was at, she showed up unannounced to the American Music Awards, I want to say. Yes, um, and she presented with Kevin. She was super pregnant. Oh, my God. Wait, yeah. This is probably the one and only serve. Oh, that's right. The the This look? Oh, no, wait. This is maybe too soon. Yeah, she just kind of like showed up to do the soul R&B. Oh, no, that was later in the year. Just kidding. It was, you're right, the Teen Choice Awards to present Kevin Federline. Yes, and he was performing. Popo's out. Um, But this was a serve. Yeah, it was. She looked great. She was The hair was good. The dress was so cute. Yep. Um, This was like a brief little glimmering light. And then we also had a VMA pre-taped actress name moment. We did. With Kevin, which was very chaotic. It was. UPN reality show moment. Yep. So embarrassing. Yeah, I actually blocked that one out of my life. Yeah, so did I until this. And I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was not the greatest VMA's memory um, that she's ever done. I'm trying to recall Kevin Federline's performance at the Teen Choice Awards. K-Fed. Oh, K-Fed performed Lose Control at the Teen Choice Awards, presented by Dane Cook and Jessica Simpson. It's time for our last presenter of the night. The mother Woo-hoo! of all presenters, Britney Spears. <laughs> brunette very pregnant it's so good though yeah a very loud applause she did wow queen of pop (laughs) this show has been very good to me and my career over the years so i'm hoping that it will be you too man yeah And I'm hoping that it will be as good to our next performer. He chose the show to make the world premiere performance of his new single, Loose Control. Please give a warm Disgusting. I didn't even, I forgot there was a single beyond Popo's Al. 
Okay, yeah, yeah, shut it off. Even though it's kind of a bop. Right, I forgot about that, yeah. Um, <clears throat> God, Jesus, Lord. Yeah, um, sidetrack uh-huh. to this moment. As all of this is going on, Kevin Federline's getting ready for his solo premiere. Playing with fire. Yeah, so we have Popo's out, Lose Control. Yep. There was also the song with Britney, Crazy, which Crazy. I kind of love. And they say... Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of loved it. Oh, yeah. I f- downloaded that song. I believe I paid individually for that song just because I was not going to let her have vocals on anything that I don't own. But yeah, was, so all yeah. of that was happening at the same time as all this other chaos. <laughs> yeah. And I also remember at the VMAs, could their little pre tape commercial too. They were joking about the whole like bad parenting thing. Yeah. And there was even like a little um skit where they had like Sean Preston on the back of this like little truck and like the baby just like drove off. <laughs> and so they were like joking about it. But I remember I was just so mad at the whole thing. I, I really don't know why. Yeah, I was very angry this whole time. This felt like to me, like my prerogative and chaotic all felt like smart, mm-hmm. fun, like FUs. And then there was something about this year that kind of felt like it was not directed at the fans, but like kind of directed at everybody. Oh yeah. It felt like a big fuck you from her, whether that's intentional or not. I mean, she did, she was writing notes to the fans and only the fans on her official website. Right. But it still felt very like, okay, but when are you going to come back to us? And also the whole rebellion thing stopped being like there was no more music right minus well so (laughs) that's our mind state as of as of this moment in time in this year so it's it's been all baby stuff constant chaos in the the news the messy interviews everything is just like super 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 crazy and they say and then in september we get a beacon of hope that is probably one of the most iconic things that she's done in terms of marketing, mm. which I w- would love for them to bring back. Yeah. Her website, which was giving us subliminal messages randomly yep. throughout, you know, the couple months, yep. like Stream little letters and photos. There was a really good photo from the Do Something music video shoot. Oh, where they're all yes. flipping off middle fingers. Yes, 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 yes. So everything's just always been a super subliminal written message or a note. So. Yep. In September of 2006, we get the Growling Tiger. I would say the most um, excited that I physically remember getting over a Britney moment. There are very few things that I remember getting like, like shaking literally shaking over yeah. this was one of them because there was a song yeah they're known as rebellion rebellion snippet.mp3 every of others no one's closest to you oh. the poison they feed you and the voodoo that they do but in rebellion there's a sparkle of you don't just stand there what you got to do. 
Yes, this was a song that, uh, to our surprise, a few months before, she had written a poem that I still reference called... <laughs> Brad Re- has four tattoos. I, I honestly might. Uh, Remembrance of who I am. No more chains that you gave me. Enough of pain. Now I'm craving something sweet. So delight. How do you stand sleeping at night? This goes on, and it's actually referenced in both Rebellion and a song that she recorded at the time, All That She Wants, based on the Ace of Bass song that leaked eventually. And she actually referenced it on Carpool Karaoke for a split second, which was really shocking. Yeah, she she wrote this poem, and part of it ends up in Rebellion. Because um, in Rebellion, there's a sparkle of truth. What she says is, The guilt you fed me make me weak. The voodoo you did, I couldn't speak. You're awakening, the phone is ringing. Resurrection of my soul, the fear I'm bringing. Honestly, she went in. Yeah. And we were getting a musical counterpart to Yes. Yep. It was very, um, like, a dark, drowsy beat. And we would eventually hear it on a demo CD that she plays in the next year. We hear the opening of it before she rips off into Mm -hmm. the street. I must have played that five trillion times. Yeah. Rebellion is one of the most elusive songs in the Britney universe. Probably, I would say the most elusive. For sure. Um, everyone wants it. Everyone's fully at peace with the fact that it's probably just what we've heard, like with another verse chorus or whatever. It's not going to be some grand revelation probably, but it was clear that the, there was a full song somewhere. And there was like some weird moment where the producer teased the idea of like premiering it live on some web thing, like a few years later. I don't mm-hmm. remember. It was some scam, but yeah, it's just a a figment of our imagination. It is. But I just remember this was like... The tiger. The growl. And I feel like the tiger has become a symbol. Definitely. And it reminded me of... I think the reason why we were all so shaken up by it was because Britney has that that look Mm -hmm. in her eye. The eye of the tiger. We get it in Stronger, the music video. The In The Zone album cover the in the zone photo shoot, like there's all of those looks that she gives. Mm -hmm. And the website was a photo of the eyes and then a tiger that overlays. And I was like, Oh my God, something's coming. Yeah. Oh, we all thought something was coming. No, she was just like called a graphic designer and was like, I love tigers. It's so I can (laughs) Can literally, I can hear it repeating and i can just see it yeah because i was so shaken i remember um keeping the website on for a while to see if like maybe there was a Mm. song that would play after a while nope it never happened no just rebellion which was exciting enough but eventually like rebellion was put in there but uh no just poems and a snippet of a song is about the extent of her creative artistry in 2006 nothing um nothing popped out of this website but um no, the legend did not jump out. No, but you want to know what jumped out? Jaden. <laughs> Jaden <laughs> jumped Jayden out. Jaden James jumped right um, out of the legend. <laughs> yeah. Baby number two. Bobby two. Bobby two jumped <laughs> out. People can take everything away from you. But they can never take away your truth. But the question is... Have you subscribed? 
You can subscribe to It's Britney Bitch here on Apple Podcasts. You can follow us on Spotify. And where can you find us on social media? Where can they find you, Brad? Oh, if you want to follow me, uh, follow me at MuMuse, M-U-U-M-U-S-E on all social platforms. Lucky. I wish mine was all consistent. You can follow it's me not. on Twitter at T Kyle Mac or Instagram T dot Kyle or YouTube T Kyle M. She was not consistent. And what's the OnlyFans? Oh, oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is where things kind of take a dive. Yeah, they were going well so far this year. Yeah. And uh, just a a nosedive. She uh, is unhappy. This is such a weird time looking back on because, so she has the baby. Yeah. And Kevin Federline is about to launch his new album and she comes to New York. Yes. And Kevin Federline is having his album release party in New York, which... I was at. Get that, everyone. I will tell you the story about that and how I witnessed a moment in history. Yep. So she comes to New York and she makes that random appearance on Letterman with the bob. She comes with a bob and a mysteriously ring-free finger. She just is like, hi. Hey. And walks out. Like, there's absolutely nothing happens. super unnerving. She just, like, shows up and they're just like, hey, what's up? Yeah, she's like, I was in the studio or something. Hi. Just, like, here just like shows her hand enough for there to be like a signal that something just happened. Yeah. Yep. Serving body. Yes. So I'm thinking everything is like good at this point because she's serving looks. Yeah. The photos from New York of her at this moment in time are so good. The photos of her at the ice rink. Oh, the ice rink is so so cute. She's serving looks. She just had the second baby. This is a rapid fire week of drama that goes down. So I'm in college at this point and I remember mm-hmm. I'm a freshman and Brittany is in New York. I am, this is like my first year here in New York. I'm freaking the fuck out. So Kevin Federline is having his album release party, November 3rd, 2006. Two of my friends come with me. We've got our fake IDs. We go to stereo nightclub and I, I, Oh my God. I'm just like, I don't know how I even got in. I looked like shit. We were like in little button ups thinking that we were so cool going to a club for the first time ever. And um, so we get in with our fake IDs and we go and Kevin Federline is there. I have photos from my digital camera. I literally was like in there with my little um, Nikon point and shoot with the flash on like a total asshole taking pictures of Kevin Federline. I have a full album of them somewhere. Um, I have to go. I I, I got to pull them up and show you. So we're there and Brittany was supposed to be there and I'm just waiting and waiting and waiting. And I'm thinking, you know, she's the famous one. She's probably not coming till later. All of a sudden slave for you kicks in. Now just imagine 18 year old me first year in New York. Brittany Spears is my fave. I get into a club with a fake ID, Kevin Federline there and the beat of slave for you drops. When I tell you I shook and cried like, this is, like, the first time I'd never seen her in concert. Yep. This, the beat for Slave for You drops. Britney Spears is nowhere to be found. Not only does she not come out, but Kevin Federline tells the DJ to shut it off. And I don't really know how I felt in this moment. I was confused. 
But only a few days later would I come to find exactly why Kevin Federline signaled for the DJ to shut Slave For You off only about 30 seconds in because a couple days later, Brittany filed for divorce. Poop. Um, yes. This was a wild moment because she was clearly in New York. Yep. Because she was on Letterman and then all of a sudden she files for divorce. Yeah, basically she came in for the Playing With Fire album release party and promptly filed for divorce. Mm-hmm. Her and appearance on Letterman is crazy. It's Yeah, it's it's bizarre. Yeah. And she said that she was in the studio, like she was there filming something out. So it was like, <laughs> yeah. what's, what's, like what's she working on? Yeah. Um, but what's so crazy about the divorce was she filed for divorce and also asked for full custody. Mm-hmm. And like he didn't know about it. Right. He like found out about it via like text message or something. Yeah, she texted that breakup or something as as portrayed in her Lifetime original movie, that flop movie. Although that, that screenshot of the text message is truly iconic. I've still never watched that. Oh my God. I need to way. find the Britney text message from the Lifetime movie. Yeah, because she was, she looked like she was living. No, it was so, such a moment when she was out ice skating with Larry. Mm-hmm. And she looked and so cute. And that's when the news broke. Yeah. Also an iconic moment. In history. Yeah. The View, a little show called oh, The View. Yes. So the day after Brittany announces her divorce, Rosie O'Donnell does this amazing moment on The View where she's like, everyone, I have a big important <laughs> announcement to make. And then she just screams, Brittany is divorcing K-Fed. And not only does she do that, but then she screams, confetti! I'm telling you, it is Wednesday, November 8th. <laughs> It's the day after, and I just want to say, I never expected anything like this. I'm over the moon excited. We are. We How are about shocked. you? I am. How about you, Leslie? Shocked. Just shocked. totally shocked. Yes. Never in a million years would I think this would happen. Yeah. How do you feel, Elizabeth? I am both shocked and devastated. Yes, I know, I know, I know. I know. but it's the biggest news in the country, ladies and gentlemen. Britney Spears is leaving Jason. America. Welcome back, Brittany. We love you. With this confetti now. I know, I'm sorry, but I couldn't resist. I dreamed that a whole night. I thought that was the greatest show. Joy Behar has no idea what's going on. <laughs> She's like, who? And it is one of the funniest. It is so good. It's how we felt. It's exactly how we felt. And you know that Rosie is such a stan. Oh, yeah. And she felt the same way that we all did. And she's just like, Brittany, Brittany, I'm so proud of you, Brittany. <laughs> and <laughs> it really just summed up how we all felt as stands. It really, And I, I felt yeah. like this was such a, you know, it really did end. Uh, I thought we were going to end the year on such a high note, which suddenly, um, only a few short weeks later, just uh, uh, backfired. Yep. Because... There was such a little, there was a brief window of serve. I think that's a good way of putting it. It was a brief window of serve. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
briefly empowered, briefly looking happy about the situation. And, and looking healthy. Looking healthy. And then she decided maybe she should go out a bit to celebrate. Yeah. So she starts partying a little bit. A little bit of a party girl. And what will now go down in history as probably a more iconic trio than uh, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. Yep. Uh, Who? I've never heard of them. The Three Stooges. They wish. Destiny's Child. Irrelevant. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Great. Beehive what are other coming trios? for me. Um, Jonas Brothers. Who was like the the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Yeah. The Holy Ghost is quaking in his sheet. Mm-hmm. Because there's no trio more iconic than Brittany, Lindsay, and Paris. This is the moment that it happened, everyone. Three legends. Three legends. One front seat. <laughs> Technically, if we are to believe Paris, two legends hanging out, oh, one right. one redhead who quickly jumped into the car, causing confusion and chaos. Yeah. Which I actually kind of believe. Oh, they were confused. 150%. Um, it was just Paris and Brittany partying, and Lindsay climbed to the car and was like, I hate you. And they were like, What? And she's like, I never said that. Oh. So epic. Um, So there's that really amazing photo of the three of them looking out into the paparazzi. But there's also... Oh, and the New York Post picture that came out afterward. The New York Post headline after Bimbo Summit. Ew. Amazing, though. Like, I would put on a shirt. They're such trash. But yeah, Bimbo Summit. Oh, my God. I would literally... If that came out today, I would publish it as Peter, Paul, and Mary are shaking. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, the way that we treated women in the media truly was at another level in the 2000 i mean any time before then too but yeah crazy it's so crazy because to me that time period especially that photo is reveled as like one of the most epic pop culture moments well of course now in retrospect everyone kind of not wishes like it was back or anything like that but it was an exciting time yeah and people took it for granted well, that whole aesthetic of paparazzi yep. was, I thought, was so cool back then. Totally. I had this whole collection. It's called... Oh, I've seen your MySpace pictures. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, my God, yes. If you go to my pinned tweet, which will probably still be pinned when I yeah. publish this, I'll just leave it there forever. Honestly, it's so epic. It really is. Um, That whole paparazzi aesthetic, I thought, was so cool. It was so cool. Oh, my God. The snap, the endless snapping of the cameras, that sound in the videos of them, and mm-hmm. just... As they're just carrying a Lindsay, juice. Lindsay, <laughs> Screaming obscenities. It was so beautiful. Lindsay, too. <laughs> um, sorry, different legend. Um, yeah, I thought this aesthetic was amazing. Um, Definitely. But speaking of... They iconic, didn't. <laughs> well, there was the epic photo of the three of them. Yes. However, this is also the moment in time that the infamous... <clears throat> How do we want to call it? The my pussy is hanging out, (laughs) but actually moment. (laughs) Well, that's, yep, that's direct. That's Um, direct, but literally is what happened. I, you know what? I, these were very high quality images. (laughs) (laughs) And wow. We should also, for context, a lot of socialites at the time, certainly Paris paired with paparazzis deciding that upskirts were okay. There was this weird sort of like 
moment where everyone was doing it. Yeah, it was kind of glam. It was kind of glam. Like, I remember I wanted a pussy and I wanted it to hang out. Well, that was a, that's your journey. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just remember it was like, this is such a truly upsetting mindset that everyone was like, you should know better than and should wear underwear. And it wasn't like, you shouldn't stick your camera up somebody's vagina. It was like, well... You deserved it. Right. <laughs> it's like... Well, because didn't some people try to do it on purpose? Oh, for sure. Well, Including her, I'm sure. I mean, the year after... Yeah. Infam- some people became famous through sex tapes. Well, yes. Everyone's so it doing kind it. Of like, like emails. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, anyway, that's a whole other... Yeah, it was... It was I a thought time, it was chic. It was chic. Um, certainly saw a lot. I have to imagine it was on purpose. Maybe. It's really hard to say. She did like fucking with the paparazzi. I did once in, um, cause I ran for student life. I used, do you remember that show? Um, oh my God. What was it called? With, um, from friends. I, I don't watch friends. Courtney. Courtney Cox. Yes. Yeah. She had a show and it was called, uh, fuck. Oh, Cougar Town. No, the paparazzi one. And it was all about, this oh oh I, i'm saying this as if i don't have my phone in my lap right i just you know let me look it up um okay. dirt oh did you ever watch dirt i'm trying to think no i don't oh think so. my god it was so fucking good it was a show and she was the leader of this magazine and she was it basically was it was kind of like ugly betty but like darker and it okay. was about like paparazzi and it was Devil all this sh- yes but like she was a little more evil or the avenue season one yeah verve girl magazine anyone <laughs> verve girl magazine <laughs> um it was very like did this come out in 2006 because i feel like they definitely had oh this came out in 2007 the beginning of 2007 but one of the ads for it was it was like this very um 2d artistic cartoonish kind of promo and it was like flash paparazzi mixed with comic book art yeah whatever. yeah yeah and one of them was a girl getting out of a car and flashing her cooch and yeah then yeah it yeah, was like yeah this art bubble and so i took that mm-hmm. i recreated it and oh. i wrote vote for t kyle in the middle of it and i hung them around campus and i won well that's yeah, a shocker with student that. life wow mm-hmm. i never i never won on any election that i ran for in, in middle school or high school yeah it was chic Good job. I think this is also the year I tried to get on Paris Hilton's My BFF. Yeah, I remember that video. It was either that or it was definitely 2006 into 2007. Great, great show. Yeah, and that whole popper. Oh, my God. I almost got on, too. Yeah. I was just 20 and not. But anyway, closing out the year, amongst all this chaos, we got a final letter from Brittany <laughs> at the end of the year. Yes. Basically just saying... It was like a p- promo for Victoria's Secret at one point. Um, it also said, it's been so long since I've been out on the town with friends. It's also been two years since I've even celebrated my birthday. And she had just turned 25. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy to think? It is crazy. Because at 25, well, hell, two years ago, well, last month. What? <laughs> I'm like, I was Where are we going with this? Yeah. For, like, being 25, it, like, really wasn't anything... Of course not. No. No. She was completely villainized for being slightly sloppy. Right. It's all trash. Everyone's an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> that should that should just be the episode. The it's year all... was two thousand six. <laughs> Everyone's trash. <laughs> Thank you for watching. I'm sorry. I might be biased. I have a certain uh, preference for the subject at hand, but everything she was doing was not that crazy. No. And certainly all the moms I got knocked up in high school where I'm from were doing the same thing. Oh, Debbie is just, (laughs) Debbie just got scalped. She sure did. (laughs) I, I agree. I think she was vilified way too much this year. It was like, looking back, it was pretty disgusting at how venomous these paparazzi were. Like, I remember this whole time because I had just moved to New York and this is my first of 12 years here. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was all so glam. Like, I was obsessed. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, my God. Like, she is so famous. They're swarming her everywhere. Yeah. And just everything was just so cool to me. Completely. I mean, it was very chic then. That was the whole X-17 culture and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, she didn't care for it that much eventually. And well, that's true. Yeah. The... It was probably a rush when times were good, but then after the divorce and the baby and definitely some, is it like confirmed that she had postpartum? I don't think so, but I feel like she may have alluded to it. Yeah. I mean, I think she alluded to it or she, she had included it in things that she was going through. Well, we'll just say allegedly like on Wendy. Yes. Nobody sues us, but it seems as though she was allegedly. allegedly, (laughs) She was allegedly going through it after baby two and that was only the tip of the iceberg yeah yeah so what would you what would you describe 2006 as what's the knee of 2006 what is the knee of 2006 pussy (laughs) that's awful that is awful i don't Um, i don't mean that to sound demeaning i thought that shit was so oh same i glam defended her still defend her um I have an interesting one. I think this year I'm going to say fragile knee. Mm, yeah. Because I think for the first time we saw, we we got a little, it got chaotic. Uh-huh. It's getting hectic in 2005. Yeah. But I don't think she ever really broke in 2005. No. She was kind of like an on an FU kick because yeah. she had Kevin. And then this year. Fragile knee. I felt like. Everything broke. Yes. Matt Lauer plus breaking down after the baby drop plus hitting back at people on the website. Right. Like divorce this was. You couldn't get more fragile than a newly single mother of two. And 25. it really was her against the everything. World. Yep. And wasn't there like a lot of chaos with the family at this point? Uh, yep. Yeah. I mean, it really was like her against the world that's a good one it's definitely fragile i think this is the first year that she is not um totally in control of her destiny no thanks she chooses her own destiny in a way unlike any of the years before that we've discussed yes i agree with that the paparazzi swarms more than ever and i it's like she can't come up for air in a lot of parts of the year yeah for sure i like fragile for 2006 for sure it's very upsetting it is. And she also loses faith. She, I f- we forgot that part in, in both Lauer, I think, and on her website, she said she stopped studying Kabbalah because her babies are her religion now, which was just another like, I mean, it's fine to like not study Kabbalah, but it was like, she was sort of free falling. You know, there was no, she didn't have the security of like religion that she kind of did for a while there, I thought. 
and she didn't have the man and she not that you need a man and she didn't like everything was kind of falling underneath her right so yeah she just had her babies that was it Mm -hmm. very sad and so she also had this conflicting feeling of being a 24 to 5 year old that's it's still so crazy to me Mm -hmm. to think in retrospect that she was only 24 25 yeah so like i i can't even fathom no no you've seen me in 24 25 i've seen like that no no not at all no, that's us not that we're immature, but like I just can't fathom it. No, wow. And shockingly, this is still only the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, because next year is infamously the year. The year. Get your memes out. Two thousand and seven is a a year. The year. The year. There's lows and lows, and there are highs. Yes, there certainly are. And this is the year that makes a whole new generation of fans in the Britney community. Oh, big time. So we'll have to see why in yeah. the next episode. Things are going to get a little dark. Yeah. get And get we're a, not just talking about the fact that she goes brunette again. Yeah. Get a candle because it's going to be a blackout. <laughs> oh my God. A vanilla candle. Could you candle. imagine if that was the interlude for the... <laughs> instead of like... Could you imagine if that album started out instead of her saying it's Britney, bitch, if she said, everybody get a candle. It's about to get... Oh my god! Grab a candle. <laughs> Grab a vanilla candle. Vanilla. It's about to be a blackout. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you guys for listening and for getting through this time and reliving. Yeah, this is almost like therapy at this point because we're just addressing all of these moments that we've blocked out until now. I know. I feel like a teen again. Yeah, like we are not trying to relive the upskirts and the paparazzi yelling things at her. Nope. But it's what made her stronger than yesterday. Mm -hmm, It is. So we're going to get through this. See you soon. See you soon. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.